Turnpike Troubadours, free tickets for right now. And uh, good morning to you, Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who do we have with us? Samantha, I believe. Yes, right? uh, she is a pharmacy tech. And, Tig, I don't know if you know this or not, my very first job was at a drugstore. <laughs> I knew that you used to work at a drugstore. Yes. Uh, Samantha, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Why are pharmacists oftentimes in a stressed out or bad mood? Uh, because of nurses. I will not lie. Oh, my word. Nurses? Wait, what do the nurses do? Um, well, they're constantly uh, reviewing meds and, like, um, always asking for it. So anytime that we just get an order in, they'll just be like, um, we need that right now. Right now. Well, you're going to have a long, hard career if you're going to get irritated <laughs> people asking you for medicine because you are a pharmacy tech. <laughs> okay, see, yeah. they, don't, they don't have, they don't they like, it. like it. All right, well, anyway, let's get you some, I'm sure you could use a night out, right? You're probably stressed out. So uh, we're going to play a game called Pop Culture Password. I have a timer over here, Ty, if you'll give me some audio. Uh, you have, Ty, I've written some things down, some terms and things right out of the headlines, things you'll be familiar with if you live in Tulsa, and Ty will give you clues you must identify six of the pop culture passwords in 60 seconds in order to win. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. What, Ty? Go That's ahead. That's not enough time. Anyway. So you don't think 10 seconds? Yeah. With the ding-dong trying to give her the clues, it's going to take a while. It takes me six seconds to even give her the clue. Well, it takes you six seconds to read the clue. You're no silver-tongued devil, I'll tell you that. All right. Are we ready to play? Uh, yeah. That's a question <laughs> for Samantha. Yes. All right, Samantha. We begin in five, four, three... Two, one, good luck. Oh, this is a famous... <laughs> Can you turn down this audio here? Yeah, this is a famous venue in Tulsa that uh, tons of stars have come to. It's it's a tinier place than the BOK Center. A tinier place than the BOK Center? Yeah, it's tinier than that. Uh, I have no idea. We're in 40 <laughs> seconds already. Pass. Uh, this pass. company... She can only pass. 30 seconds. Go, go, go. This company delivers packages to your house. You see these trucks everywhere? Uh, UPS, FedEx. No. <laughs> 25 seconds. Oh, Tyke, you got to keep going. But what a team it's you another, two It's are. another place that delivers packages. All right, let's start over. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do the clues, please. Okay. You well, this the is the unheard of that I have to now switch in the middle of the game. What? I mean, what else can I say? You read it and you stammer over it for 20 seconds before you even get to the clue. All right, we're going to just pretend like that didn't happen. All right, yeah, we'll start over here. <laughs> you got to pep it up a little bit too, uh, Samantha. I got to be honest, you were a little, you seem a little drowsy. You, you there? Yeah, I'm there. All right, here we go. Tyga, I will start the timer over. Samantha, are you ready for pop culture password? Yes. <laughs> Three, two, one, good luck. This is a famous music venue. It's got the wooden floors. It's located downtown. Bob Wills is used to Kane? play there. Kane's Ballroom. It's correct. Please with the bell, Tig. This company owned by Jeff Bezos. They'll deliver your packages right to your front door. Sometimes people steal them. Amazon. That is correct. This is a chicken finger restaurant. Very famous in Tulsa. Is it um, Kane's? Raising Cane's, correct. This lady sang nine to five. Oh, I've heard it. I cannot think of her name. You can't think of that lady's name? No. Known for her wigs and other large things. Uh, Dolly Parton? That is correct. 
He's the country judge on American Idol. Uh, she's not Kelly Clarkson. No, this is a man. He's the country judge on American Idol. Uh, Blake Shelton. No, American Idol. American Idol. I don't know. I've never seen American Idol. He says rain is a good thing. Yeah, I couldn't get that. Uh, She's not even going to attempt to guess. That would be Luke Bryan. (laughs) uh, We got four enough. I just want this to end this morning. (laughs) Yeah, Daniel, it's not like you did a better job Did you see? Oh, please. You got one clue off. What do you mean I, did, I didn't do as good of a job as you? Ty just stared at it a long time. Well, in any case, boy, that was frustrating. Because I did a good job and you say I didn't. Ty, you, you didn't even get one of them. Okay. But Samantha, because of us, I think she still should get the tickets, right? Yeah, we're, yes. Samantha, you need to go to Turnpike Troubadour. They're going to be at the BOK Center March 30th. I wish you two would go in $10,000 pyramid. Y'all would win nothing. <laughs> well, thanks for playing. Um, that was a little stressful for everybody involved, I think. But we're back tomorrow, hopefully without password game. At, uh, no, we're, doing it every day. we're doing it every day <laughs> from gonna, now on. I love to watch you us? over there. It's like watching Coco the Gorilla try to do uh, <laughs> the password game. All right, so we'll be back in the morning at 640. Same thing tomorrow. Here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull is today's hot country. What a day yesterday, Tug. I went and worked on my new house. I'm very masculine, as you can tell. I worked about what? seven hours over there. It's kind of fun to work on a new house that you have. I mean, it's an old house, and you got some little things you're trying to do to it before you move your furniture in. I'm doing things I'm not used to doing, like spackling. Yeah, how are you at that? It's a little bit of art to that. I'm okay. I mean, it's. I wouldn't pay me to do it. Like I wouldn't do it as a profession. <laughs> like but, if uh, so, so if somebody hired you to come over, they'd have some complaints. But you're fine if it's your own house, right? Uh, I've accepted that it's a hundred year old house. There's gonna be some imperfections. This yes. thing is gonna look. You know, it looks like a hundred year old house, and I I'm fine with that. Uh, I did that. I ripped some weeds off of the garage that had grown up, some vines. I did very manly stuff. And I, in the corner of my eye, the whole time I'm working in that house, I keep looking over that bathtub. And I've been wanting a bathtub for about three years now. I've talked about it on this show many yeah, times. You actually that, threatened to just go rent a hotel room for a night just to have a bath. Yes. That's how bad I've been wanting to take a bath. So I do all this manly work for seven hours and then I get in that bathtub. <laughs> kind of weird taking a bath in a completely empty house. Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, this is an old tub, too. This thing's probably 70 years old, right? Well, I imagine. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, what I like about it, it's that old-school bathtub. It's 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 deep enough to cover up everything, my stomach and everything. So you don't have, like, the little belly button pool of water? You don't, yeah, you don't have, like, belly island <laughs> for some reason. The yeah, that's the worst. Bathtubs nowadays are kind of, some are short and shallow, but this submerges all of me. Okay. That old style. Yeah. But, you know, I got to say, Daniel, that I'm sitting there last night in... Brittany, my wife, shows me a picture on her phone. Mm-hmm. She does that like a lot. You know, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. And I was like, okay, what is it this time? It's a picture of a bathtub. Your bathtub. And this guy, he went and got a pillow, like some kind of bathtub pillow or something. And then he got a tray that goes over where your belly button would be, I guess. It like, you know, it's like a table in there. Mm-hmm. And I go, this guy not only wanted to take a bath, he prepared this thing with a pillow and he's I got did. a tray. And I'm just kind of thinking, 
What is this guy doing? Putting like dark chocolate on this thing? <laughs> like eating? Like, I wish what? I had some dark chocolate. I put. Um, like, what a man's man. And then I used some of that Dr. Till. I don't know what it is. That Till's foaming wash in there. Uh-huh. It was a real. It was a. It was a real romantic night. Oh my God. You know you're on the radio right now. So what? I took a bath. Everybody, everybody out there secretly wants one of those bathtub trays. All right. Well, let me ask you. When during the course of your bath, was the light on, or did you like candles for that? The light is on. I didn't have a candle over okay. here. Had I had some candles, yeah, of course I would have. It's all right to take a, a relaxing bath, but you can't tell me that everybody out there doesn't want one of those bathtub trays. Well, it looks like yours was designed to watch an iPad or something like watch you could television. Watch, you could do whatever you want. You could put a glass of wine on it. You could watch uh, television. So let me ask you this: No, 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 no. You cannot watch television on that thing. Do not ever plug something up over your bathtub. Right. But you can lay your phone on it. But you didn't already possess this bathtub tray before you took like. So you made a special trip to get a pillow and a tray? <laughs> no, it was gifted to me because you know I've been talking about wanting to take a bath for literally three years. Okay. Because you can lay down in the shower. It's not the same effect. <laughs> yeah, it's not as fun. Like, if, you, if somebody walks in and you're laying down in the showers, they think something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, think you've died. Yeah. The so body. I thought you'd be happy for me because uh, you, you know, know I've been wanting to take a bath all this time. I, I and just I didn't said you were going to do it up. I thought you were just going to sit in it and you went and got accessories. Successories, accessories. yes. <laughs> I did get many successories. It, your wife even said, man, I would love to have one of those trays. Okay. All right, well, now, congrats. Now, now, if you had a brain cell, you would in your phone right now make a note of that so that whenever like Valentine's Day or something birthday, comes up, oh, then yeah. you, Christmas, then you got an ongoing list of All things right. your wife might well, like. Thanks for the good idea. Congratulations on your bath. You want to come over there and take one with me? Uh, what? <laughs> I, you know, I used to, when I was a kid, I'd take a bath with my brother. They would always bathe us at the same time. What did y'all go over the 1800s? Y'all shared bath water? Yeah, like when we were, I don't know. Three and five or four and two. And uh, I always got the front, and I always felt so bad for my brother because he was back there in the cold water. Yeah, but you, then you have that spigot you have to contend with. I forgot about that. You would, growing up, you'd take a bath with your cousins and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Somebody always had the you cold You probably spot. still do down in Alabama. <laughs> take a bath with my brother. <laughs> a grown brother. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. I'm glad for your bath, Daniel. Good morning, guys. He did know it was what he did. You ever see the show uh, Shark Tank where investor... Uh, you know, inventors come on and they pitch their idea to rich people and then they decide whether or not you deserve some money or not from them to invest. And tonight, today we're going to do our own 98.5 The Bull Shark Tank. Daniel thinks he's come up with some brilliant idea and we've got two sharks on the line. Two listeners to the show, Daniel. Uh, yes, uh, the, the first shark today is Kelsey. Kelsey, what do you do for a living? Um, I am a full-time nanny. Okay, and so uh, do you have any background in inventing or marketing? Yes, I actually have a bachelor's in business. There you go. So she and can help you with this idea. Yes. <laughs> and uh, also on the phone, uh, Parker, who's breathing yes, Who's breathing so heavy? What is going on? I don't know. Not me. Kelsey, are you the heavy breather? Uh, I don't think so. We have a heavy breathing mystery. Up next, please don't rush me, Ty. I'm trying to get into this. Uh, Parker, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm in the fire protection industry. I'm a private fire inspector. Okay, so you have a background in marketing and things like that? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Uh, last week, I pitched the idea for my 1970s-themed snow cone stand. It would be uh, unshaved ice. That was a huge success. And this week, I've came up with a brilliant Tiger Daniel promotional item. Are you guys ready? 
I'm ready. Tiger, are you ready? You're also one so of the So, like, instead of, like, a Tiger Dino keychain or koozie, you've come mm-hmm. up with something else. Okay. Sharks, whenever uh, you go choose your bottled water, what, what makes you choose what water? Uh, shape of it. Uh, he Parker says the shape. She says brand. The brand. That's what she said. We're on to something. Branding. Uh, for example, you the see... The brand Andy- or the bottle? Okay, another great point. It's got to be a good-looking bottle. Also, if it comes from a spring, like Evian supposedly comes from a spring in the Alps. You know, you know that stuff's just coming right out of the Arkansas <laughs> River, probably. It's bottled right here. <laughs> oh, listen to this, guys. A bottled water, but the gimmick is... It's Tygen Daniels 100% liquid water. Hmm. <laughs> From where? Yeah, where's the water sourced? <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet, but it is, I assure you, 100% liquid. And that's the gimmick. All these things have like a little gimmick. This is liquid water, guys. Kelsey, what do you think? I think we should figure out where the source is coming from first. Okay, it'll be clean water. Tiger Daniels, 100% clean liquid water. Parker, what do you think? Liquid water. Mm-hmm. Liquid water. Yes. 100% so don't liquid. Have liquid water right now. No, we do have it, but n- nobody's ever used that for its gimmick. In fact, I could get you like 100 bottles of it. You could put out fires with it. Well, anyway, we need, to, we need to get to the part where they decide whether they're in or out. All right, Tyg, we'll, we'll let you go last, Tyg. Uh, Kelsey, are you in or are you out on Tyg Daniels' 100% liquid water? I'm out. Why are you out? You don't know where the source is, and there's not enough information to me in, for me to invest my money with you. All right, Kelsey is out. She feels like it has to be a reputable, clean source of water. Uh, Parker, what say you? Are you in or are you out? I'm in. I'm in, but I want 51%. 51%? How much is your business <laughs> worth right now, Dave? Right now, it's pennies. It's worth nothing. <laughs> he owns the whole company now. All right, Tiger, you're yeah. the final shark. The, the are problem you in I have with this. Are you out on Tiger Daniels 100% liquid water? The problem I have with this is if you walk into a gas station or something like that and you want a juice, right? You might be enticed by the one that says 100% real juice mm-hmm. if that's what you want. Because there may be a question is, there, is this 100% or not? So I always want the 100%. Nobody questions whether or not water is liquid 100%. But it, listen, if you ha- if you walk into the store and maybe that's the problem. If there's like just regular old water, and then there's a, just a sticker on it that says 100% liquid water, you're going for the 100% liquid water every time. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Because water's not that exciting, right? <laughs> I bought water yesterday. You know what the deciding factor for me was? The price. What's probably? the cheapest in here? It's all water. It's just water. Why, why don't we, we, I'm not paying $4 for a we, bottle of water. Tiger Daniel's cheap 100% <laughs> liquid water. How about just Tiger Daniel's cheap A water? Hey, now. And forget the liquid Now part. you're thinking. That's another idea. You know, cheap A water. Cheap A water. <laughs> right. We just undercut everybody. That's the. That's what we should do. I'll invest in that. No. Tiger Daniel's cheap as heck water. I think cheap A water cheap has a better a ring water. to it. All right. Well, well Kelsey, guys, I'm sorry that you're uh, going to miss out on this business venture. Uh, you're going to miss out like on a million dollars, and that's fun. Good luck. Uh, Parker, good luck. <laughs> welcome aboard. You're now on the board of trustees. 
Sounds good. Let me know when the first meeting is. All right. Thank you, Sharks. Thank you to the Sharks this morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And, Daniel, I've got an idea. You want to hear my idea? Yeah. What about free tickets to see John Party at 740? Ooh, that sounds good to me. All right. Let's do it. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dan. We're very excited about something that's coming up at Kane's Ballroom, and you're actually invited to this. Officially, Daniel, it's called Tig and Daniel's Cornament, which is a cornhole tournament. And we're looking for teams to join up. Uh, you pay a little registration fee, you get joined up, and then you can win some money and stuff like that, right, Daniel? Yes, cash prizes. Even if you're not very good at cornhole, you can come hang out and play and get into the raffle for concert tickets and things like that. Right. So it's going to be a fun day. We don't have to worry about weather. It's inside Kane's Ballroom, which is awesome to be inside anyway. And you can be a part of our Tig and Daniel Cornament. Right, by the way, you're not much of an athlete. Are you good at cornhole? I don't know. I don't know that I've ever played it a whole bunch, so I could try and say I could <laughs> How could somebody never played cornhole? I mean, you would almost have had to accidentally come across somebody play it and go, hey, man, grab a bag. You've never played cornhole? Mm-mm. Not Th- really. That is wild. I mean, I've played it. I've just not played it a lot. Uh-huh. Well, I like it. It's, it's like a great sport because it's the great equalizer. Like, you know, I'm not a big guy or whatever, but that doesn't matter. It's more precision and feel, and anybody can play cornhole. I told you I was going to try to uh, hire a, su- a cornhole super team to try to win the whole thing. Yeah, Daniel, what he wants to do is, like, get a bunch of people that are really good at it and, like, rig it up somehow to where they win the prize money. You, you keep saying a bunch of people. There's only two people on a cornhole team. You thought it was four the other day, right. and here you are making fun of me about not playing cornhole a lot, <laughs> and you thought a cornhole team was four people. Right, because I forgot. I know it's four people playing, but it's two against two. So, But we would love to see you at our cornhole tournament. It benefits a great charity, the Ronald McDonald House. So you got that, and you can uh, sign up. You got some buddies. You got a girlfriend, whatever. Uh, we'd love for you to come by and play in our cornhole tournament, the Tiger Daniel Cornament, and uh, it's really easy to sign up if you got the Internet at your house. Mm-hmm. Even if it's that AOL disc from yesteryear and you only have 20 hours, it's real quick. Just go to thebulltulsa.com. That's thebulltulsa.com. You could do it at home. You could drive to McDonald's into the parking lot to get on their Wi-Fi. You could, however you want to. Is that uh, ethical, by the way? Oh, you're, when, say you're not eating at McDonald's, but you just go park in the parking lot to use their Wi-Fi. No, it's a, not ethical. As they expect, that's like a... a thing for customers not for you to go up there and do your excel spreadsheets okay well don't go to the walmart i mean don't go to the mcdonald's <laughs> parking lot to sign up but sign up at home or work and uh we'd love to see you we're going to be there and uh, tons of prizes and all you got to do is go to the bull tulsa.com to get registered for tiger daniel's cornament 98.5 bullseye traffic from the duval plumbing traffic center She's had a call, and she brought, brought up a great point about Tiger Daniel's Cornament, which is our cornhole tournament that's coming up uh, later on in the summer. At, and it raises money for the Ronald McDonald House. Somebody called and said, is there, like, an age requirement? Because she has a 9-year-old named Leland, and, I, and we didn't know. And then we said, actually, we found out that, yes, even kids can join our cornhole. It's fine. You can go into Kane's Ballroom with us. We're going to have all, all of these boards set up. We're going to have a bunch of teams with prizes and stuff. And, yes, even your kids can sign up for that. And if they got a buddy at school or whatever, they can be a team. That'll be fine. You get a T-shirt. It's real easy, easy to register, thebulltulsa.com. I'm wondering if you want to play against kids because you feel like they'd be easy pickings, but then you'd feel bad if you defeat them. <laughs> or they might come out if there you and defeat rock them in you. the uh, tournament. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought know. what we should do now, Tig, is instead of me getting a super team, I should get two, like, three-year-olds, like, really cute kids and have them play, and then nobody's going to want to beat them. 
Right, and then they'll win the whole tournament. They'll win the whole shebang. Yeah, you're kind of a jerk if you're really coming hard at a three-year-old. <laughs> like, I'm going to get this kid. <laughs> would you, if you were playing against a couple of three-year-olds, uh-huh. would you try to defeat them you no, know, for the easy win? No, Well, that's not fair either, though. You're doing them an injustice if you don't. I, well, that's crazy because I play basketball with my son, you know, because he's, he's starting his basketball season coming up. Mm-hmm. And we've been practicing basketball, like, every day. Well, guess who wins every game? I just... I don't know if I can really try to beat Musk. I could technically beat him, but, you know, at the end of the... He thinks he's Carl Malone right now. I play basketball against him. I'm like Michael Jordan. I'm slamming on him. You know, I'm just really just destroying <laughs> so, him. So, tournament for you would be different than it would be for me. But uh, you can sign up. Uh, all you got to do is have two people. That's a team right there. And you can join our tournament, win great prizes and benefit the Ronald McDonald House. Now, on to other business. It's time now for the 98.5 The Bull Fights, where you will play against another contestant in hopes of winning tickets to see John Party in December at the BOK Center. Tig, uh, your nickname is Tulsa's hottest new nickname, Dirty Bird. It's really catching on. And today I'm going to do a Dirty Bird quiz. What an honor of... An, an honor of you, Dirty Bird. I don't Bird. like being called Dirty Bird, though. Everybody else seems to like calling you Dirty Bird. Is it catching on more? How has your life changed since I've started calling you Dirty Bird? Well, people will say, why does he call you Dirty Bird? And I say, I have no idea. Because you do dirty things. What? Like, See, for that's example, why I don't like it. I don't. But... For example, one night we go out, and you're like, man, you got to buy that house. On and on and on you go, you got to buy that house. Turns out later on, then you confessed to me that you'd had about seven beers. <laughs> And then I changed my mind. I said, don't buy that house. And then like a week before I closed, you're like, man, you got to back out on this. (laughs) You didn't tell me that you'd had the beers before you advised me. So that's a dirty bird move. You do little dirty bird things like that all the time. Well, okay, let's do this. Uh, We're looking for caller number nine. (laughs) We're looking for caller number 10. You will be competitors this Thursday morning, the 23rd of March. 918-879-9898. Good morning. It's Ty and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull Fight Time. Daniel, and with us today, we're trying to get some John Party tickets. And who do we have as contestants? Today, we have Kelly, who is a program coordinator out of Owasso. Good morning, Kelly. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? You, uh, you probably have a stressful job. You have to coordinate a bunch of people working together, right? Yes, it's like a chicken chase. A chicken chase. Taking on today, Penny who, oddly enough, is a care coordinator in Pryor. It's the Battle of the Coordinators. Do <laughs> uh, you guys enjoy, do you know Tig's nickname? The Dirty Bird? The Dirty yeah, bird. bird. Come on, man. Dirty like, Bird, yeah. Dirty Bird. Why? knows now? Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> uh, why do you think people call Tig Dirty Bird? Because he does dirty things. That's right. <laughs> he's, he's mama's naughty boy. What are you That's talking what you about? always say. I don't know what I don't know what that means, but go ahead. <laughs> Good lord. That makes it worse. Okay, guys, it's the Dirty Bird Quiz. All these questions are about birds. Not just dirty birds, birds in general. We're ready to go here. Kelly, you were the first to call in. So we will start with you. Kelly, what bird is a common symbol of peace, especially when carrying an olive branch? Uh, I don't know. A hummingbird? Dove. That would be the dove. 
You still there, Kelly? Yes. Okay, duh. Penny, what type of bird comes in snowy, barn, and screech varieties? Owls. Owls is correct. Penny is on the board. Kelly trailing by one. Kelly, what type of bird were was pursued pursued by Wile E. Coyote? A crow? No, it was the Roadrunner. Roadrunner. Penny. What flightless bird went extinct shortly after it was discovered in the 1600s? Oh, boy. I don't know that one. That would be the dodo bird. The dodo bird. Kelly, let's get you on the board here. What is the heaviest type of bird? An ostrich. Ostrich is correct. And with that, Kelly is on the board. Penny, what birds were commonly used to carry messages during World War One? Or the called are they pelicans? Pelican would be incorrect. Isn't that amazing, though? They were able to use pigeons to get, like, messages across battle pigeons, lines and stuff? It. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, uh, Kelly. What is the only U.S. state where flamingos are commonly found? Florida? Florida is correct. Like I've, I've gotten, I've lost track of the score here. Do you know what the score is? That's your business, not mine. <laughs> you guys have got to be on the honor system and tell me how many, how many do you have right, Kelly? Um, it's two to one. She's got two, I've got one. Okay. Well, look at her being honest. Penny. What is the smallest species of bird? Hmm. Hmm. Hummingbird. Hummingbird is correct. By my estimation, they are tied up now, two to two. Final question. Is that right, Tug? I'm, I'm way off. As far as what Penny just told us, then yes. Okay. We're tied up. <laughs> Kelly, what is a group of crows called? A murder. A murder is correct. Penny. What is a group of geese called? A flock. That's such a good guess. That's not right. It would be a gaggle of geese. Uh, and with that, it looks uh, like Kelly has defeated Penny in the 98.5 The Bull fight. Uh, Kelly, you've got a decision to make now. Will you hold on to these tickets or will we give them to Penny, the care coordinator? Out of pride. Uh, I'm sorry, Penny. I'm really excited to see this. I've loved it for years, so. That's okay. I've seen him before. He's good. You'll love it. I think with that, maybe <laughs> Kelly's been a little bit of a dirty bird by you know, not what? giving away the tickets. Why? Well, no. <laughs> She's not. It was super nice of Penny to, you know, be honest and tell us the score. She could have said, no, I have three. And Yeah, did so you Penny... consider lying at any point, yes. Penny? <laughs> no. You know what? Penny's not a dirty bird. <laughs> okay. Well, good for you, Penny. <laughs>
Um, all right. Well, ladies, thanks for playing. We're back tomorrow on a... Oh, to, ooh, look at that. Tomorrow's Friday. That's right. Sweet. 7.40 with our bow fight again tomorrow. In the meantime, female entertainer of the year, Lady Wilson on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dana. Let me ask you a question, Dana. We've known each other. We've been great friends for uh, probably 20 years-ish or something like that. We were friends before we had a show together. It's not like somebody hired you, then hired me or something. We've been buds, and then we got a show together, right? Mm-hmm. Have I ever done anything right in your mind? Oh, yeah, occasionally. So it's a rarity to see something. Because Okay, so like... I was telling Daniel that, you know, here in Tulsa, they got basketball leagues and they've got uh, baseball leagues and stuff. And I got a little son. And ever since he started T-ball, I've always volunteered to coach. Mm -hmm. And instead of you saying something like, hey, that's great that you're trying to be an active part of your kid's life. Daniel goes, what kind of ego do you have that you think you can coach a baseball team? Right. You come at me for no reason. Yeah. Would you admit that? Sure. Okay. Now he's on to me about something else because uh, over where I live in Midtown, Uh, People tend to think the stop signs are just a light suggestion. Okay, they don't really stop. They look at it and they they calculate maybe I should stop. But really, they just do whatever they want. And we have young kids all over my neighborhood. This is one of those neighborhoods where there's wagons being pulled. There's little kids on you know learning to ride bicycles. And I just kind of got fed up with the people, you know, going to the stop signs and Mm -hmm. things. And you know how it is when you have a a, a two year old. You, you can keep your eyes on them as best you can, but it only takes like three seconds for, you know. And so I, uh, my buddy and I, a neighbor, he went and got some of these green men that are holding up like a flag that says slow down. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're all bent out of shape about that. I'm not bent out of shape. Uh, I just was at your house the other day and I ride by and you got two mannequins out in your yard <laughs> holding flags. I'm like, this guy is turning into a crusty old geezer right right before my eyes. Yeah, mannequins. <laughs> but I, I think like that's a responsible thing. Look. They're tacky. I'll give you that. Like, they don't look good. Now, they kinda, you, it's not like, you know, I have a pretty good lawn, but, you know, putting those green men out there isn't the greatest aesthetically, but I think the sacrifice is worth it if I can get people to slow down over there. Uh, did your, your friend or neighbor that got you these, does he have one in his yard? <laughs> no. He well, he, ha- he does have a two-year-old. Yeah, he put them in my yard. You're right. So you're the guy... On the block with the two green mannequins, one on the front yard, one on the side yard. <laughs> don't call them mannequins. They're like, what are they? They look like, I don't know, Martians or something holding up a, a, a flag that says slow down or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, you're you're like the this. person in the neighborhood that watches everybody speed, that complains on next door about people driving too fast. I live on a corner, so I'm at the four-way, right? Right, a four-way stop. Yeah. Yet you're telling people to slow down. There's a stop sign there. They have to stop. Apparently, they don't. These people, uh, like I said, they... So you think a guy that's going to run the stop sign is going to go, oh, wait a minute, I just saw those two green mannequins. I better <laughs> slow down. <laughs> Here's the thing. It, this is uh, me and my son. I He was, like, kind of bored the other day, and I came up with an activity for him, and he actually liked the activity, but I was just trying to keep him busy. And I said, Mac, what I want you to do is go out there and sit in the yard and count how many cars go by and then of that, how many stopped fully? And he came back and reported to me that he saw about 15 cars and only about, I think he said 11 really didn't stop. 
Let me ask you this. When you go through a stop sign, do you always come to a complete and total stop? And I want you to be very honest. Do you always come to a complete and total stop at a four-way stop? No. If they're Okay, then. Then why do you put your little mannequins out there? <laughs> like your little mannequins. neighborhood You make watch. it sound like I went up to, like, Victoria's Secret and got some mannequins or something. I wouldn't doubt if you're not like Jeffrey Dahmer, you probably put those things in your bed with you at night. <laughs> Those little green men. Your two, yeah, your two mannequins that you sleep with. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. I cannot do right by you. Nothing I do makes sense to you. Okay, it was very good idea to put out the green mannequins. It's not weird at all to ride by you. And you've got not one mannequin, but two. Have now, you ever put it into the bed with you? Be honest. No, they're nailed into the ground so they won't blow oh, over that's, the Oklahoma wind. So that's the yes. reason why Dirty Bird hasn't put them in the bed, it's only because they're, quote, nailed to the ground. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's not even about the bull today. It's hot country with Ty. Did you hear what just transpired? You just let it happen. I didn't hear anything. I was getting ready for, we had a visitor in the studio. Uh, Hootow was just in here from big country. Don't listen to him, but... um. He asked me if I'd ever seen the movie It's a Wonderful Life, and I said no. And then, Ty, you were going on and on about how much you love it. And then uh, Hudal said, you never watched that? I said, no, I've not seen it. And he goes, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> what do you attack me for? I wasn't, yeah. I, just because I haven't seen the movie? It's a great movie. I caught it by accident. Um, over Christmas, it was just on that old movie channel, and I said, all right, I'll, I'll sit here and watch it. Oh. It's a great movie. I don't know why we've never watched it. a great that. conversation to have right in the middle of spring or at the beginning of spring. Yeah, but who, why would Hudal call me an idiot? Because you haven't seen... <laughs> Does that make me an idiot? I haven't seen a lot of movies. Welcome into Did You See. We take a look at what the heck's going on around the world and right here in Tulsa. This is cool. Uh, Dolly Parton, she has a, um, an organization called the Imagination Library, and her goal is to mail a book to any kid born in Tulsa every month until they're like five years old. I went through this when my son was born. We He was born in Nashville, and I guess they had the program there because that's where Dolly Parton lives. And every a month in the mail, I would get a book. And, of course, the book matched his age. You know, it got harder to read as, as he got older, and it was a free book in your mailbox. They're starting this here in Tulsa now, Dolly Parton is. So when um, you have a kid born here in Tulsa, you can register, I guess, at the hospital before you even leave. They got your address, and then you'll just start getting free books in the mail. Mm, and nice. kids that are already maybe two or three or four years old, you can go ahead and register and get those books as well. Man, uh, Dolly Parton's a saint, right? She is, man. She dedicates her life to others. You see this, uh, got an article here about the homeless population in Tulsa. Unfortunately, it grew 6.6 .6 last year, which is a pretty good jump up. Uh, local officials found 1,133 homeless individuals during the city's annual point-in-time count earlier this year. And that's the highest number since 2020. I, I I don't know that we can get a exact number on this because how would you yeah, how would hard. you start that task? I'm sure there's all kind of people that don't want to be really don't want to talk to anybody. We all see this, and um, you know maybe at least if you're in Tulsa, you see it a lot. You know homeless folks everywhere. I saw them on my way to work. I'll see them on my way home from work. It's uh, pretty sad, but nobody has any great answers. I'll even go to these like city council meetings, Daniel, and people will get up and say things, and um, you know, some people have, like, ideas of, man, what if we, there's some land around here. What if we s said, you know, this is your area. You can set up your tents here. Uh, you'll, you'll be protected. The police will know you're there. Da-da-da-da-da. But nobody wants it in their neighborhood, you know. So it sounds like kind of a good idea, but then how would you like that if that was next door to you? It's a, it's a very tough problem, and I think it's not that people are just, they don't care. I think people just don't know the answer. It's What's not the a great, solution? Remember, didn't you tell me the story that they, they had an experiment 
where they had a hotel or something, and they they said let's house. I guess the hotel had like closed or something, so let's put the them in there. And th- I'm not saying this is every single person who lives on the street, but it didn't go well because it was uh, it, it turned into hell on earth in that building because a lot of people have they're dealing with the mental issues, the addiction issues, and so it, the hotel was destroyed. The people around it were like. This thing ruined our lives. Here was the staggering takeaway for me. 14% of homeless individuals in Tulsa currently employed. Oh, my God. So imagine you having to get ready to go to work and you don't have no place to stay. Oh, that's so I guess bad. maybe sometimes people stay in their cars. I suppose. Would yeah. you still be considered homeless if you were in your car? I would think so, yeah. I've seen people. I saw this the other day. Clearly, the guy was living in his car. Oh, man, that's sad that you're working and... And not able to get a home. Also, did you see this? The Chevy Camaro has been discontinued. If you're a big muscle car fan, you might remember the Chevy Camaro. General Motors says they're getting rid of it. Might not be for long. They hinted that a new version could be in the works. People are speculating it might be an electric car. Mm. Is there such a thing as an electric muscle car? Well, what I have been reading is like, I think Volvo already said that in 2030, they won't even sell a gasoline car anymore. Really? Yeah. Do you think that... Do electric cars have that same pickup and go as the? I don't know. I drove a oh, Prius one time. I think I got a rental car and it was a Prius. Could you tell any difference? I don't think I've ever driven a, an electric car. I don't know because I didn't hot rod it. You know, I was just doing stuff like getting on the interstate and getting off the interstate. Wait, you rented it and didn't hot rod it? <laughs> no, I didn't. The only guy in the I world really that's ever rented to... a rental car and drove it respectfully. Now, what's the only car in the world that can go over a speed bump at 100 miles an hour? A rental car. A rental car. Did <laughs> you see this? A wedding photographer... Uh, talking about her take on the smashing cake in the face of each other. Uh, do people still do this, I wonder? I haven't seen it ever, actually. Here's what she says. I've photographed about 200 weddings. I think I've only seen about three instances of having the groom smash cake in the bride's face. And the very first one that I saw that, the bride got cake all in her eye, basically ruined her makeup. She ran off crying. I didn't see her for like 45 minutes. And they are now divorced. So, yeah, I think it's probably not the best idea to shove cake in each other's faces unless you agree upon that beforehand. You know, I guess in the last few weddings I've been to, I have not seen that. When, it, when, what made this big to begin with? I don't know. I mean, all these trips. What is that thing, too, where the lady wears, I don't know, what is that, a garter or a bracelet or something around her leg, and then the dude, like, lifts up her dress and goes up there and gets it? That's yeah, so uncomfortable. and then takes the panty and throws it into the crowd or whatever. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, her dad's here, man. Like, it's got to be uncomfortable for dad to see all that going on. I think weddings have changed a whole lot since the 80s and the 90s because the ones I've been to lately are nice, gentle weddings. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, though, they were doing that weird thing, taking off the garter and throwing it in the crowd, uh, the cake smashing. Uh, they would, when bef- the bride and groom were leaving you were handed a handful of rice that you tried to throw as hard as you could at them (laughs) and then uh, the bird seed people somehow convinced everybody that if you feed a bird rice it'll kill the bird totally not true by the way so then it all switched to bird seed and then you try to throw the bird seed as hard as you could at people Mm -hmm. times they are a changing tongue they certainly are when Uh, you and your wife got married was there any discussion of cake smashing no i mean it didn't even register with us uh but she did have me a cake for i had a groom cake well yeah everybody is does that, that typical okay yes you thought this was a special thing your wife did just for you <laughs> yeah i was like what a lovely lady oh everybody does it uh somebody recorded an album uh, using entirely super mario 64 sounds i want you to see if you can identify oh, this, this very cool. favorite song you ready tyke loves this kind of thing 
This is Super Mario Brothers sounds from the Super Mario 64 game. I mean, I could almost actually listen to this, you know, like, by cleaning the house, put this on blast. You're a big nerd, dog. Like Nirvana. So, uh, there's a full album of the Nevermind album. If you'd like to, would you like me to get that for you? Yeah, I actually, I'm probably If I come to over it. to your house and you're sitting there listening to video game covers of Nirvana songs. <laughs> That'd be wild. I would call, I would got to get a mental health check on you. Yeah. Be like, this guy has some issues hey, but here. You said something cool the other day. I always like it. I don't know why this is, I don't know if everybody else likes this, but when I have like a favorite song, I always like to hear other people do it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, I wouldn't say better, but you just like another angle at the song. To hear a different take yeah, on it. Yeah, and you were telling me that, that the Rolling Stones, all these country artists like Eric Church and Zach Brown Band, they're now singing Rolling Stones songs, and I love the Stones, and to go hear Eric Church do one of my favorite songs, I just love that stuff. I don't know why. Did you go listen to that album? Not the whole thing, but I have uh, dabbled in it, I'd say. Mm -hmm. uh, did you see this? A German brewery invented a powdered beer that allows you to make a drink in the same way a person would make instant coffee or a protein shake. Here is the, I guess, the brewmeister, whatever you call You don't even have to play this clip. We can't understand him. That's what I like about it. He's like, listen. And then I use a little bit of the beer powder. I do a little bit more because probably you need a little bit more stronger beer. And uh, in, in the starting, we're using a mixer. But uh, later on, when we develop the full project, we don't need a mixer anymore. Right. So let's see. Now I'm just steering a little bit around. Now it's a fully taste, a full flavored beer. And that's how you make it. Whatever the hell he said. Well, yeah, so it's powdered beer. You know what they better be careful about with that powdered beer? What's that now? Well, you know how, like, when people go to space and they go to the space station, mm -hmm. they'll give them, like, it's, you know, astronaut ice cream and stuff like that. Could you imagine they sent powdered beer up there? They come back with babies. Oh, my word. You know what I'm conceived? saying? Conceived? Has there ever been a child conceived in <laughs> of space? Of course not. <laughs> That's crazy. We got to get in on this. What do you mean? What do you mean, get in well, on it? We could be the first people to conceive a child in space. That's brilliant. We got to get a hold of Jeff Bezos. I'll go up there. You gotta bring a lady. That's right. And powdered beer. <laughs> powdered powdered can wine. Candle. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Remember how you felt when you first got married or something like that, right? Or he said, if y'all get in trouble at year six or year seven and things are crumbling, then open the letters a little early to remind yourself of why you, you know, you like each other or whatever. Now 10 years is coming up, and I'm not going to say, like, we have some... I, I know what you're going to do. You're going to act like... I'm not going to act like anything. Just I'm just like, do I have to open it? And I'm not, We're not in trouble, so, like, why would I... Do we need to open it? Plus, why? I might be embarrassed, bad embarrassed. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Why gonna would say. you not want to read the letters together? Because we've gone 10 years, and, like, why don't I just keep the streak going of never opening that le letter, you know? Does she want to open the letter? Uh, I haven't even talked to her about it, honestly. I, she probably forgot, but I remembered. Um, do you both have your letters? Because if, uh, you if you have you know, you have yours and then she's lost hers, you're going to be upset about it. No, I, I put them in the same thing, same box. I got both the letters. You know, I don't know. I've never been married. I wonder if it would make me sad if I opened up this letter and, you know, when you're gaga over each other when you first meet and everything. 
it, would it make you sad to be like, oh, man, I used to feel this way, and now it's been 10 years, and yeah. the new is worn off, and marriage is hard. I don't know. Yeah, marriage is hard. Um, it's a lot of work, and I think when people get into marriage and think it's like a movie, that's they're probably going to be in trouble eventually. But I don't know. I just don't. And plus, I'm, I'll be embarrassed because it's probably, like, really flowery and stuff. You think you were flowery about it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure I was. We were getting married, you know. I'm sure I didn't say anything unflattering, you know. You didn't say anything naughty, did you? Oh, yeah. At the, yeah. At the, when I wrote the letter at the church, <laughs> yeah, I was I was hitting on her. Um, That's a weird thing, though. I just don't know what to do. I don't think I'm going to. I really don't think I will. I think I'm right on the fence. I, I don't know if I would want to. Read that or not, because you're gonna change. You're gonna change in ten years. Yeah, and then maybe I'll just. I was thinking maybe just try for twenty if I've already if I haven't broken the seal yet. And what if you um, made all these promises that you didn't keep? Like yeah. I will always, you know, do this and that, and you didn't. You've done none of it. You'll never have you're to wash. You're gonna be in big trouble. A yeah. dish the rest of your life. I love you, baby. You're never gonna have to wash another dish in your life, and then you've not done anything. <laughs> and then. What, yeah, what if opening the letter causes us to get divorced? Because yeah. it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, probably get... like, you're probably like, Brittany, I can assure you of one thing. I won't wear the same half-zip sweater that I've worn every day for the past year. <laughs> You'll never see this on me in 10 years. And then... And then, boom, still here we got are. It, yeah. We still got it. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? Yeah, this is Carrie. And I listen to your guys' show every single day. And I, I love you guys. I think you're hilarious. However, like this morning, I was listening to the part about he put the army guys in his yard, and and you were whoever was saying, Tig was saying, you know, you're the crusty old geezer, you know, if it's just in your yard. First of all, you know, whoever has kids, that's you know, we just do anything we can do to protect our kids. So you making a joke like that on the radio was really, really inappropriate, I think. And people who are speeding through speed bumps listening to you thinking yeah he thinks it's funny whatever you know and, and we've got our little kids running around the neighborhood fighting for their lives i think you're the crusty old geezer whoa whoa, whoa. you don't call me no crusty old geezer wait so to recap <laughs> yeah. here what she's talking about is i had said i had gotten these little green men in my yard that hold a flag that says uh, everybody needs to slow down in this neighborhood mm-hmm. or whatever and uh, you kept calling yeah. them mannequins and things, and so she's—that's what she's referring to. Yeah, and I. It's, and I, he lives on the corner of the block, so of course the guy's gonna ask him to put them in his yard. Yeah, you know, that's what we would all do in a neighborhood. Do you not? But think you it's were kind of laughing. I and I did well, because I mean, Tig, hold on, green guys, the that green is mannequins, kind of weird. And Tig does. Yeah, but it's he puts weird. them in his bed with him, and you don't. You think that's normal? Oh, he does not. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, you're trying to say they're mannequins that I put in the bed. It's like on that Jeffrey Dahmer show. Uh, no, that's not. Tig sleeps in the bed with one of those green mannequins, and now uh, you're on his side. And you're like, that's normal. And everybody knows that he doesn't. Mm. And so for you to make jokes like that, these people that are speeding through our neighborhoods and we're trying to save our children, you're just kind of minimizing what they're doing. I'm not and trying to minimize. And besides that, you, when, when Tig, or when Daniel said, I can never do anything right by you. I kind of feel like that now because you are always making fun of him and so everything I, he said. And I like a little bit of ribbing. It's funny. A little bit of ribbing is funny. But sometimes I think you go. So, so Daniel just went, love your guys show. He just went too far this morning making fun of me trying to get people to slow down yeah. on my neighborhood. All right. Yeah. Well, let me, I will apologize to Tig. I'm sorry for ribbing you about your <laughs> mannequins that you make love to. I apologize. Oh, shut up. Uh, I shouldn't have ever mentioned I love you the romantic. Guys, but I would, I would never listen to another show because I just can't help myself. It's like a 
train wreck. Sometimes you really shouldn't listen, but I just can't help it. Oh, no. Well, thank you. I don't know what to say. That's uh, quite a compliment. But uh, I do apologize. I get what Ty's trying to do when he's not making love to those mannequins. They are out to protect the children in the neighborhood, and I appreciate that. Yes. All right. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling. Hey, thanks for the call. Okay. Bye-bye.